Good friends don't let their friends die without knowing Jesus, but I'll do you one better. Good friends don't let their friends or allow their friends to comfortably live in sin without aiding them in correction or conviction. Yes, that's the job of the Holy Spirit, but iron sharpens iron, right? So if you've conquered something that somebody yet hasn't and you allow them to live comfortably in their sin without correcting them, without trying to help them, are you a good friend? day five we're almost like halfway through okay no tomorrow would be halfway through because there's 12 days so yeah so we're almost like halfway through my statement is correct why are you doubting yourself t we are almost like halfway through podmas so far i've been having fun but i'm getting kind of tired so i'm happy that we're um coming to a close today i was gonna talk to you i had like oh my god i had myself all prepared and ready to talk to you guys about um women um settling because um i overheard a conversation yesterday where a girl was telling her friends basically that um she's she's been single for a long time and she she's at the point where she's like she'll just date she just wants to date. She just wants to date anyone because the ratio to to girls and guys in the church is so vast. Like, it's so different. There's so much more girls than guys. And so, at this point, she'll be waiting forever if she's waiting for the right type of guy or if she's waiting for the perfect guy. So, she just wants to just date. So, basically, she's going to just settle because the ratio is too big. And I was, like, disturbed in my spirit. There's very few things that disturb me in my spirit. Like, I get disturbed, I get annoyed in the flesh. But when my spirit is disturbed, then I'm really, I'm really irritated. So, I really want to talk about that because I hate that mentality. I used to have that mentality, but I hate that mentality. So, I wanted to talk about it. Because if you have that mentality, you will just settle for bottom of the barrel in everything. And I saw it trickle into every area of life. But we'll talk about that tomorrow. Because um, my friend sent me a voice note today. And she was basically asking about... Let me see. I, I wanted to put it in here. But if I do, everybody would know who it is. And you know, confidentiality and all those fun, important stuff. So um, I'm not going to put it in. But in hindsight, she was basically talking about... Apparently there's... Um, a whole thing going on on Facebook right now where a girl came out and spoke against um, her pastor or a leader in the church that had sexually assaulted her and it was covered up and then in three days after her coming out a hundred other women came forth and she was like really disturbed because she was like what the heck like why is it that these things always happen with leaders in the church no one ever comes out and says oh an usher in the church sexually assaulted me or 
a cleaner in the church sexually assaulted me. It's always like a leader or a person of, of in high standing or in high position. And so the way she described it is so funny. I'll read it out to you. She said, the body of Christ is like that friend that you had a couple good times with but for the most part the, the friendship is toxic <laughs> you you keep trying to work on it and be patient and love them through their brokenness but it's just how they are it's so it's so tough to see the good side of the church when every day it's like a new me too story like come on and yeah so she was just telling me there's a story about the girl who was physically and verbally abused by a pastor and no one did anything and now other um Oh, I don't think it was sexually. I guess it was physically and verbally. Sorry. So physically and verbally abused by um, the pastor and a hundred women are coming forth saying the same thing. And I was just telling her, honestly, like I'm tired. I'm tired. And if you listen to yesterday's episode, you know my sentiments exactly about how whack I think Christians are. But um, I was telling her, like, I'm tired every day. No religion goes through this. And this ties into yesterday's point. No religion ever goes through this this frequent. If it's not a Me Too story or someone getting sexually assaulted, it's someone being abused or being, like, yeah, being abused. Um, Like, what's the word? Or taken advantage of. Being abused or taken advantage of. If it's not that, it's a pastor stealing money. If it's not a pastor stealing money, it's a Me Too story. If it's not a Me Too story, he's cheating on his wife with someone. Every day in Christianity, there's something going on. No other religion goes through it this frequently. Never. You don't see any. I never. Oh. God. <laughs> so, um, I was just telling her, like, I can't, I'm tired, I'm tired. And she was saying, like, how is it that leaders are put into a position? How did you get there? And you're and you're taking advantage of people and you're doing all these things. Like, how did you get there? And I was saying, in my opinion, I don't necessarily think people, it's the people that are there. What I've seen happen is that people are meek and humble and in love with God and God promotes them and then once they get into a position of power or get into a position that is when they become corrupt because realistically if your heart ain't in the right place God is not going to put you there in the first place so usually what happens is a person starts off well but doesn't finish well and that's what we see with Saul and we see all with bare people like you start well but you don't finish well you start with a nice humble heart and it's all about god and it's all about jesus and that's all you want to do but then as you grow and as you 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 expand and become more famous and stuff that is when things start to change because people are idolized influencers idolized pastors idolized all of them are idolized and so as you as you become more and more famous and people adore you and all, everything else that comes with fame more, you then begin to have this complex of I can do anything, nothing can touch me and pride comes in and that's when you start moving mad. And so we were just going back and forth and she was talking about really it's the, the cover up of stuff that bothers her, um, not necessarily the action. Like the action is bad, but it's like, why is it being covered up? Why is things always covered up? Like, why is nobody giving people consequences? Why is nobody dealing with people? That's wrong. And I was just saying, like, in reality, what it comes down to is everybody is here for themselves. Like, as much as we want to 
do old church fam church fam most times everybody's here for themselves people are here for themselves and god they're here for their themselves their purpose their agenda nobody really cares like if you are living in sin living in sin there's only a few people that will actually call out someone living in sin if you know and i'm sure you know yourself you've seen someone in your everyday life you've seen someone in your circle in your church you know and everybody knows that this person is openly and frequently operating in sin because a fall is one time you're walking you slip and fall one time but if it's constant behavior it's no longer a fall you're making a choice you're knowingly operating in sin and she was saying how come nobody calls out people like how come nobody can say no you've sinned this is a consequence stay away or step away you cannot minister anymore you cannot do this anymore and that's it all goes back to everybody being about their own agenda being about what they want their purpose their agenda their ministry their relationship with god and that just shows that we truly don't have love and the commandment is to love god and love people if you love me keep my sheep but what we see in the body of christ now is that a lot of people don't keep the sheep we think that keeping the sheep is only for the shepherd but the commandment was if you love me keep my sheep anyone that identifies as a christian would say that they love jesus so if we love him we have a responsibility to keep his sheep it seems like that responsibility has gone to the back burner so yeah it was just a really interesting conversation like it was just so so good i love having great conversations with friends i hope you guys all have Um, friends that you can have great conversations with because that's what's gonna that's what's gonna help you but one thing that really um bothers me and what I was telling her is that you know if I was the type of person she said that I'm too saved and a lot of people actually say that people call me a super Christian but maybe I don't know what is so different about me but one thing about me is like if I if I was in a situation where I knew that I'm constantly sinning. I'm constantly sinning. I'm constantly sinning. I'm the type of person where I'm at right now, and I pray I never lose this. This is why I pray for humility always. I'm the type of person that I would bench myself. Like I would never even let it get to the point where somebody would have to bench me or give me a consequence. I would bench myself. I would say I'm not fit. I'm not, I'm not in the right place to be leading anybody so i would bench myself and i talked about this on my instagram and i think it was vlogmas day one wasn't it it was one of the vlogmas podmases it's not even vlogmas jesus one of the podmases i think i talked about it i can't even remember it's been too long but i did a thing on instagram and i'm pretty sure i talked about it in one of the podmases i would bench myself i would step away because there is nothing that's more important to me than my relationship with jesus like i I can't i can't (laughs) i can't afford to put anything above that so i would bench myself and i don't know why people don't do that i don't know why people don't reflect and i don't know why um jesus and Honoring him comes second to everything. That's what I was talking about yesterday. Why does it come second to everything? You know that you're engaging in sin. You know that you're doing all this stuff. And it doesn't occur to you that maybe I should not be ministering. I should not be in the limelight. Maybe I should step away and get myself back together. Because I'm I'm willing to argue that anybody who is filled with the Holy Spirit cannot tell me that they don't feel conviction you can't be ever so lost as long as you're filled with the holy spirit you can't be so lost that you don't 
experience conviction. As long as the Holy Spirit is there, you will experience conviction. And you know people experience conviction because they always do their dirt in hiding. They do their dirt in the dark. If they had no conviction, and if they thought what they were doing was right, they would be doing it in the open. But the fact that they hide to do what they're doing tells us that they know what they're doing is wrong. Yet, they still do it. Which means that you're making a choice. If you are hiding to do whatever you're doing, you know what you're doing is wrong. And if you're still choosing to do it, it's then a choice. It's no longer, um, I'm falling. It's no longer, I had no idea. It's no longer, oh, I have no control of my actions. It's no longer, the flesh is, is willing, but the, the, what is it? The, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. No, you've, you've chosen to do that at this point. And you've chosen to do it more than once. Let's be real. Let's not, let's not try to, let's not try to, 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 to make it less than it is. And I was saying like, I feel like grace has just become the new Bible of the church. Forget all the other words, forget all the other books. The only scripture and the only thing that people adhere to is I'm a sinner saved by grace. (laughs) That's the excuse for everybody's mess. And it's, it's really, it's really sad and it should not be, it should not be. But all this to say Um, that's why it's important to have good friends, quality friends that care about you. It's so important. And I think going into 2020, it's important for people to really, 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 really look. And I feel like that's been the underlying theme in a lot of these episodes. Just know who you're following, know who's in your circle, knows who's around you. She used a really good example. My friend who was saying, um, if I'm so lost in sin I hope someone will love me enough to tell me because if you're not telling me then I'm not growing you're gonna watch me just mess up and I was saying because you know me I don't have mercy for nobody I was like I hear you but like should someone really have to tell you for the fear fact for the mere fact that you're hiding that means you know what's bad so you're you're choosing to do it but she was still saying like you still want to have somebody that that can that can tell you which I understand but like if the voice of God If the Holy Spirit convicting you doesn't scare you, what will my voice do? But I get it. It's just that I just don't have tolerance. But she's right. So the the main gist and, and the point of the conversation, what we came to the conclusion was, outside of consequences and conviction, even though you should still bench yourself, but if you want to be prideful and still be up there, you want to hope that you have, um, quality friends that can actually call you out on your mess you want to hope that you have quality friends that can actually sit you down and be like my friend like that can actually sit you down and be like fam you're bricking like you're what you're doing is not lit you want to make sure you have people in your corner that love you enough to correct you and not let you keep operating in a way that's going to cause your destruction because eventually you can only do something for so long that'll come there'll come a time where you cannot do it anymore and the fall is going to be painful because you'll be falling from the top but if you're falling from the middle or falling from the bottle before you get all the way at the top it's not gonna hurt as bad but when you're falling all the way from the top like imagine imagine you're like walking up the stairs and you're on like the fifth floor and you fall down it's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt five flights of stairs it's gonna hurt but it's not going to hurt as much as if you're falling from 13 or 14 flights of stairs. There's certain flights of stairs that if you fall from, you can't even make it. You probably die. So the higher you go, 
the more the the more it'll hurt when you fall. So you want to make sure you have quality friends. And I think a lot of people overlook that. Like people people make friends over such silly things. I don't I don't know when life became so trivial to the point where everything is a game. Like nothing is deep. Everything everyone thinks that everything is soft, everything is light. People don't take anything seriously. Nothing is deep to people anymore, but it's deep. Like friendship is not trivial. The people that God has crossed path with you is for a reason. You have to pray about friendships. You have to pray about the people that God brings into your life. You have to know what is their assignment. You have to know what is the reason. People don't just pop up, okay? No, understand that. People don't just pop up. You have to be weary when people just pop up. You have to be on guard. You have to ask questions when people just pop up. If people just start popping up, popping up, if people are drawn to you and just want to be be around things, that you need to start asking questions because people don't just randomly pop up. People don't just randomly want to come and be your friend. People don't just randomly want to be all about you. It takes a lot to be a quality friend. And so when people start popping up in your life, you should start asking questions. God, is this from you or is this from the enemy because the enemy will send people to pop up too so that is a level of discernment you must have and when you pick your friends pick quality friends people that love you enough to correct you to tell you when you're breaking to tell you when you're murk to tell you when you're moving mad and not just watch you blindly live a life that's gonna hurt you in the long run and my friend said in her text Basically, what do, if 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 my friend walks by me, if my friend sees me doing something that will hurt me and walks by me or doesn't correct me, what's the difference between um what's the difference between them and the people in the good Samaritan story? And it's so true. Like what's the difference? It's like the priest walking by and and whoever else walked by, I don't remember right now in that story. And so I challenge you in 2020 to make sure that you're one picking quality friends and that you're calling out your friends. Stop these surface level friendships. I had to um, rebuke someone a couple weeks ago. I rebuked one of my mentees because they were having some issues and they couldn't talk to their friend about it. And I'm like, there's no way you telling me that this is your friend and you cannot talk to your friend about issues that you're having. Then you guys are not friends. Don't use that word. And she was like, what the heck? No, we're friends. No, you're not friends. If you can't, if you can't talk to your friend about something that's bothering you in the friendship, if you can't call out your friend when they're moving mad, if you can't, if your friend can't call you out without you being offended, you guys are not friends. You guys are wasting time. You guys are acquaintances. Maybe it's a fan of yours. You need to reevaluate the friendship. But iron sharpens iron. So they should be sharpening you as you are sharpening them. And if that is not happening, then you guys are not friends. So I pray that you will surround yourselves with quality people that will sharpen you as you sharpen them, correct you as you correct them. And that's how you sharpen someone, by correcting, by consoling, and by growing with them. And so surround yourself with quality people. Make sure that the people that you're friends with are sharpening you as you sharpen them. And make sure you're able to call your friends out when they're moving mad, as you would want them to do to you, for you. I'm so tired of surface level Christianity. I'm telling you, Sassy and Safe 2020 is gonna be crazy because I'm 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 trying to deal with that that spirit in the church. No more religion. We are breaking the walls of religion, hundred percent. So, yeah, be ready for that. A few moments later. 
is an announcement 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 um okay so if you follow me on instagram or if you follow sassy and saved right now if you don't I don't know for you again, but if you're following me, you'd want to notice that I posted today that Team Sassy and Saved is expanding. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> um, team, team SNS is expanding. Um, I put a, a long caption that you can read all of that, but basically... Sassy and Saved is is my little baby, and for, uh, for the last five years we've been we've been doing a little one two. Started as a blog. Shout out to everybody who was there back in the day when it was a blog. Went from a blog to a podcast, and now it's evolving from even a podcast to even more. And with that being said, the vision is just expanding, and it's no longer it no longer can be carried by just me. God has given me so much ideas for 2020. There's going to be some really cool events. So if I were you, I would get myself in Ottawa. And if I, if you can't get yourself in Ottawa, I don't know for you. We'll have to figure out a way to have you attend. I don't know how, but, um, if you're in Ottawa, I would get, I would make sure that, you know, I'm keeping my eyes peeled on Sassy and Save because the events are about to be lit. Trust me. They're about to be lit. Um, all that to say I'm putting together an executive team, Team Sassy and Saved, Team Sassy and Saved, um, that will pretty much be an extension of myself for the vision. I want to pour myself into some people. I want to share the vision with them. I want them to catch the spirit of the vision. I want them to basically work with me, roll with me, and help me fulfill the purpose that God has given me. Um... People, so many people have been blessed by this. I don't know how still, it's kind of still um, unbelievable, but so many people have been blessed by this, but I, I believe there's so much more we can do if we all put our heads and hands together. Um, honestly, the things that God has been speaking to me about are really, really amazing. I think they will really, really, really change the lives of many people. And I want people to be able to be a part of it. You know, um, just one thing, one thing um, that I hold so dear is service, and I'm not even doing this to like to 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 con- um what's it called to convince anybody. Like this is not one of those. This is not any manipulation speech. But um, really and truly, serving has changed my life. I feel like serving anybody that is called to ministry, anybody that is called okay, and that's wrong. Anybody that is called to ministry is anybody. Anybody that is a believer is called to ministry. Anybody that is called to the ministry, the being the fivefold ministry outlined in the Bible, that is the teacher, the apostle, the evangelist, the pastor, and the prophet. Anybody who is called to the ministry to be one of those five functions in the body of Christ is a person that has a heart of service because all those positions, all those titles, all those offices the heart of them is service and they operate by service. So anybody who is called to the ministry fivefold is a person that has a heart of service. With that being said, um, serving is what helps me identify my purpose. Serving is what helps me stir up and hone my gifts and talents. Serving is what helps me walk in purpose. Serving is what helped me put pieces of my the puzzle of my vision together. It was all done through serving. 
it not if not for serving in church i wouldn't have known that i can, i wouldn't have learned first of all how to use um this program adobe audition which i'm using for my podcast to record i went to school for it as well but it started in church if not serving in church i wouldn't have learned the fundamentals of ministry if not serving in church i wouldn't have learned how to be i wouldn't have had the opportunity the the opportunity to be close to men and women of god in ministry to see how they operate to conduct myself to learn to grow i wouldn't have learned how to design things again i went to school for it but it started there so everything that you're seeing today for the people that look to me and like wow you're 25 you're in ministry walking in purpose sassy and safe so cool all of that snuck up on me that's why I always say purpose snuck up on me all of that happened just from going to and serving in church I had no plans to start sassy and save I had no plans to to be in ministry at 25 I had no plans to do any of this it accidentally happened just through serving the more I served the more God revealed pieces of me to me and so I am an advocate for for serving so I am an advocate for serving but I understand that's not for everybody for those people who it is for this is an internship position let me just let that be clear these are internship positions I'm not at the level and the ministry is not yet at the level where we can employ people I believe one day we will be there and I know one day we will be there where we can employ everybody but right now we're not at the level where we can employ everyone so these are internship positions but they're positions where you'll be able to stir up your gifts which is biblical as I always use Paul will tell Timothy stir up the gift in you so there are gifts in you that are laying dormant that are not being used and through serving you will be stirring them and using them Jesus stirring them and using them and discovering more about yourself these these positions are also those that can be used as reference positions anything that you do here you can call me up when you have a job interview and I will definitely be able to give a reference that yes this person did this this and this for sassy and saved so it's not like everything is being done in vain I don't want you to think you're wasting your time I don't want you to think there's no there's no gain there's never um you're never wasting time doing something for God number one as long as you're doing something for God and you're serving God those are seeds that you're planting for you for your future number two definitely I'll be able to and happy to give you a reference at any time and number three you I'm sure and I know for sure that you will discover yourself as you serve if you if that is enough for you and number four, if you just love women and love the vision and want to see yourself and other people grow, well, come on down and get on the winning side. But if that, so if that's enough for you, definitely please apply to the internship positions. I'll put them, my email in the um, episode notes, but I'll say it here as well. You can send an application to info at sassyandsavedmovement.com. Um, it'll be in the episode notes again, but info at sassyandsavedmovement.com. We have positions available in a uh, array of area. I'm already getting a lot of, of, of responses. So if I were you, I would send mine in very quick. But um, yeah, we have positions available in many areas. Positions are available in administration, in research and analytics in community development, in mentorship coordination, in so in social media marketing and public relations, and in event and media coordination. Like I said, there's a lot of events coming up, so we need event coordinators, social media marketing. I just, I can't, I'm running 
too much right now. I need someone to run social media and help with marketing and PR. Um, I, that's what I studied. So I will heavily be involved in that team and be helping with things like that. Mentorship coordination. You know, the mentorship program is about to start. We need to make sure that everything is coordinated because there's three different stages. So make sure that you're able to, to flow from stage one to stage two to stage three and get your certificate at the end. Community inve- community development, because I never want to be, and Tessie and Safe should never be the, the, the podcast or the movement that just deals with everybody everywhere else but can never do anything at home so I want to get out into the streets of Ottawa and start doing stuff in our own backyard in our own city research and analytics which is important administration there's a lot of stuff and there's a lot of stuff to be done so yes it is an intern position but don't worry we will have fun we will have monthly meetups um if you're on site obviously it'll be on site if you're not on site you'll be far away but you will be able to get you know just little perks for being on the team obviously when merchandise and stuff comes who's gonna rep it somebody gotta rep it to let them know like sassy and save is in the building so obviously there's free perks and and stuff for you and for the ones that are on site and in ottawa we will have monthly meetups and just hang out and do lunch or dinner or whatever and brainstorm so it's gonna be fun it's gonna be great it's gonna be awesome i'm really happy and excited to be able to share my vision and what god has given me with a lot of people i've never actually shared it with people like that it's it's been in my head for the last five years but it's now the time to be able to do that so um i hope that um i hope that if if you if you have uh, fallen in love with the vision and if you have been blessed by the vision you would want to bless somebody else and join the team but if that's not for you then that's not for you that's okay too but anyone who does want to join the team again everything will be in the episode notes or you can just head over to my instagram or Sassy and Save Movement Instagram and read the posts and get everything from there. I will be reviewing and putting together the team shortly. As you email me, you'll receive the next steps for the application. So I'm looking forward to meeting a lot of you and to working with a lot of you. Until next time, Sassy and Save, baby!